The opinions and viewpoints expressed in this recording may not reflect those of its sponsors, Microsoft, its partners or employees. Welcome to show number 61, recorded live on the 10th of August 2012 at the James Maxwell Clark Building, part of the University of Edinburgh's King's Buildings. In this show, I'm talking with Hilary Singer Roberts and Gordon Guthrie about an event called the Turing Festival. It takes place in Edinburgh during the period of the 23rd to the 25th of August 2012. It's an exciting event in its second year and it's there to honour the memory of Alan Turing. This, of course, being his centenary year. It is the 10th of August 2012. For the benefit of regular listeners, no beer has been consumed. I'm sitting with Hilary Singer-Roberts and Gordon Guthrie, the, the two minds behind the, the Turing Festival and something called Turing Town. Guys, do you just want to, to say hello and introduce yourselves? Tell us who you are, what you do and your relationship to the event. Okay. Uh, I'm Gordon Guthrie and I'm one of the organisers. There's, there's actually a full-time organising team. But uh, what we're trying to do with Turing is really transform the way in which we see technology in Scotland and try and put technology at the cultural heart of the country and not be a sort of um, niche, uh, you know, little backroom thing. We really want to bring it centreful. There's a whole range of technology organisations. We've got Informatics Ventures, we've got a Tech Meetup, we've got a Lean Circle, we've got a lot of companies starting. And what we're trying to do with Turing is take an... Uh, ecosystem view, how do we get the best people from outside Scotland to come to Scotland uh, and how do we grow and you know grow our commercial community, our academic community, our practitioners and our cultural practitioners. So Turing really is the way that we're trying to do that and it's, it takes part in the Edinburgh Festival so it's a great time to come, we get fantastic speakers uh, and we try and do it in the spirit of the Edinburgh Festival so there's a, there's a core fest conference that we organise and then there's an open fringe and other people who want to organise stuff just set up their own conferences running at the same time. So if you look at the programme, you'll see, you know, we've got, we got um, Steve Wozniak coming, we've got people from CERN talking about the Higgs boson team, we've got people from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory talking about interplanetary explanation, uh, exploration. But we've also got, you know, lean software development, we've got some technical stuff, we've got some hackathons, we've got uh, hardware hackers with a Raspberry Pi, we've got music, we've got all sorts of stuff. And a lot of that has not been organised by us, so we're trying to do this really, really open thing. Um, and this is year two, and so far it's working pretty well. Hilary, what's your, what's your part yeah. in, the, in the Turing Festival? So I missed the Turing Festival last year, but one, one thing that I did before I left was I, um, I was working through my, through my day job with some colleagues at UCL, and they wanted to bring up some of their student entrepreneurs from London. So what I did last year was I found local hosts to put up those seven, there were seven entrepreneurs last year that we brought up, um, and it made it possible for those entrepreneurs to come up from London and join us at the Turing Festival. And if you think about tech events in Scotland, um, I think one of the the interesting things is how, how quickly you start to see all the same faces. And so for me, it was, it was really exciting last year to bring seven fresh faces up from London to interact with all of us at the festival, although I missed it. So this year, I am here for the Touring Festival, and I launched something called Touring Town, um, which basically does the same thing, trying to find 
local hosts for people who want to travel to Edinburgh for the touring festival. So that's my involvement. And that's that's pretty much how I got involved in, in chatting to you guys. I found out that the, the Win, Windows Phone Geek guys are coming up later in the month, and they were looking for some place to stay. Yeah, so they're they're, they're both working with UCL, um, and that, so the two co-founders, as you say, of Windows Phone Geek are coming up um, for the Turing Festival, and, and somebody's put them up in their in their flat, which is what makes it awesome. Possible. So and that's I shall catch up with those guys uh, near the time. So tell us a little more about how this works, this Turing Town. I noticed that you're, you asked for people to, to volunteer beds and spaces. Is that what really attracts the speakers? It basically gets them some free accommodation and somebody that knows Edinburgh? Uh, yeah, so, so it comes out of a personal interest. I love Airbnb, for instance. It's like that lets you um, find local or accommodation with local people wherever you travel around the world. I used it for my honeymoon. I used it in, in wow. Paris. I mean, it's fantastic. So I, I love this idea of staying local or with someone local, and I think lots of other people are sort of catching on to that too, and, and even when they travel for international conferences, they try and find someone within that same community of interest who might put them up, and that makes the whole trip much more interesting for, for both parties. So um, that's the idea behind touring town, is that we've got this community of interest already, people who are entrepreneurs in Edinburgh who really have an interest in seeing other people attend the festival, people they haven't met before, but who are working on cool stuff in London and in making those connections, yeah, behind the scenes, kind of. Certainly, it's very exciting. I've got, got a few people interested in meeting the, the, the guys from Windows Phone Geek, so it's, uh, it's, awesome. a, it's, a, it's a two-way uh, channel, effectively, that you've brought these guys up here. And it's people that we probably, you know, we'd have to travel south to see. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is right now I've I've had um, I've got a guy from Sweden who's looking for a host. I've got two guys from Last FM who said we can't come on a on a company trip, but if somebody can put us up, we'll come on our own because we really want to do this music hack. So there's real opportunities for um, for cool people to join us. So as of today, how many sort of spare beds are you looking for? As of today, I am I am pretty close. I think I'm still looking for three or four beds, and then I would be able to put everybody. Um, who wants to come somewhere to stay in, in the festival? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gordon's hosting someone. I'm hosting someone. I should say this is um, we 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 start in our own right. second bedrooms <laughs> with this project. So I would offer a bed had my mother not returned from Tenerife. Oh no. So, <laughs> so Gordon, let's talk about uh, what I see on the agenda here. I'm seeing some pretty big names. You've already mentioned you've got Steve Wozniak. That's that's a big draw. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we, we, we're getting Steve Wilsonet to come specifically because this is the Turing centenary and everyone remembers Turing. Who's a bit less well remembered is, um, is Tommy Flowers who actually built the first computer. Uh, he built the Colossus and he was a, he was a post office engineer at Dollars Hill uh, Post Office Research Centre. Uh, and because he was made to sign off all his um, security stuff and because it was tied in with the war effort... He never got the recognition he wanted, so we thought we'd have a uh, in the centenary year we'd get a hardware guy to come and do the Tommy Flowers uh, lecture and try and get Tommy Flowers better known than he is because he's really been written out the story. So uh, it was great to get was, and we're really looking forward to seeing him. Um, and also, it it allows us to position is to stop being the basically geeks in the cupboard and start saying actually we're you know the aim this year digital everywhere is to try and present. The technology as actually mainstream. This is not, uh, this is not, you know, 
weirdos in their bedroom. This is normality. So uh, Steve really does that, and we're really looking forward to seeing him. And there's a there's a dinner with him as well. So and tickets are going fast. Tickets are going fast. So yeah. snap them up once you can. So tickets are going fast. I noticed that some events are free and some have a cost. Could you just give us a bit of background on, on the cost, costing structure and, and where the money goes? Yeah, I mean, traditionally, the technology conference, you come and, you know, you go to the web or uh, future web apps or whatever, and you're paying four, seven, twelve hundred pound. They're industry-based. What we're trying to do here is make this much more an open festival. We don't want to dictate the agenda. So we, we try to program it more like the book festival where you buy tickets for what you want to see and that includes technology but it also includes going to comedy festival. If you come up from London you might spend in three days, you might spend two and a half days at Turing and you know half a day and two evenings out. So we, we want to make it work it like that and depending on what you know some things I'm organising the CEO, CEO event that's for companies working together and we you know there's no requirement to you know, we don't need an income for that. It's 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 building relationships, whereas other ones uh, are slightly different. So we're we're trying to put a range of stuff. So depending on your pocket, you can come to different things, and uh, and you can build your own conference. And as this goes forward, we want to have. You know, last year was four conferences in three days. This year there's a few more. Next year maybe twelve. The year after fifteen. You know, want to really make it as big as we can. And the pricing looks very competitive. You know, I'm looking at some of these prices starting obviously free. £10, £15, it's almost, I mentioned this at the start of the podcast, we could almost build our own conference. You could choose your own route through the conference rather than spending a few hundred pounds and not get quite what you wanted out of the conference. Yeah, we took a couple of decisions last year that really structured this. The first one was that we wanted to um, program it like a music festival. So, you, you know, you look for stars and you've got a bongo tent and if you don't like bongos, don't go to the bongo tent. So you get away from that single track stuff. And in terms of the pricing, we said, actually, if this is part of the Edinburgh Festival, then it needs to be priced like the Edinburgh Festival. And, that's well, and the, the truth about that is you could pay more to see a worse comedian than you might see at some of the, the events that we've got here. So I think it's definitely competitively priced from, the, from some of the shows I've seen so far, although I've seen some really good shows at the, the Fringe already this year. So. And you've probably seen people walking out of them too. No, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I see that the general venue is the, the Appleton Tower, that's a, a pretty good venue for this kind of thing. There are a couple of outliers. The Edinburgh Playhouse, that's yeah. a big attraction too. So you're probably going to get hundreds, if not yeah. four figures, maybe a thousand people in there. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the aim is the aim is to try and reach out. The thing about the festival is it appears there's a couple of things that are very short in the festival. Accommodation, which is why we have joint town, and venues. But there's lots of venues that aren't suitable for comedy. And we're in the not suitable for comedy venue business, so um, actually we're doing pretty well. And the fact that Appleton Tower is right next to the other belly, George Square, I mean, actually we're in the heart of the festival, and we've got these great venues that massively convenient. Absolutely, um, and really amazing food smells coming out of that whole region right now as well, <laughs> just well, in the whole George Square area. Yeah. You know, I've been organising conferences back to the eighties. Uh, a lot of political conferences and I've seen entire organisations collapse in conference organising by the, the food budget, that's the critical thing yeah. because typically you're in a place, you have to pay a bond in the canteen and if you don't sell enough tickets you then have to pay for all the food for everyone you didn't sell a ticket to um, and one of the attractions of doing it in Edinburgh is you have, we only have to organise the conference, we don't have any coffee we don't have any food, we don't have any drink, we don't. We do, we do have a social event which I must remember people to come to it's a social event and a demo on the Saturday night so for companies that want to demo their software 
and there'll be drinks and food and dancing. That's the startups party. That's the startups party. So there's, there's 100 startups coming. So if people listening have got want to show off some kit or have got a company they want to show and want to show to investors, remember to come to that. But apart from that, all the social stuff is just Edinburgh Festival. It does sound very, very slickly organised. Just going back to what you mentioned there about the startup party, what if people want to present their wares, their hardware, their software, etc.? Do they have to sign up anywhere? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a session. Uh, it's £10 to get in per person, and the ticket price is the same if you're just coming or if you're demoing or if you want to put up a poster. So £10 gets you in. There'll be some food, some drink. We're not sure how much drink, but... Uh, as much depends as how many ten pound tickets sell tickets in advance. Sell. Yeah, and yeah. We get some sponsorship, but um, but it's going to be great. And that's in Summer Hall, which is a. I don't know if you know. There's a new tech cube being set up, which is a co-location space for startups. There's several in there, uh, and it's in the Summer Hall Centre, which is now a big new arts centre just on the meadows. And so we're having our party in there, and they've got their own cafe and their own bar and everything. So. Yeah, Summer Hall is one of the exciting new venues in the fringe and Tech Cube has been has been really exciting this year. It's just it's just launched this year. It's a new, as Gordon said, startup space in Edinburgh. Um, but it's what's really exciting about it is it's the first sort of big private tech incubator in the center of the city. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's fantastic. We're gonna so we can't actually have the party in the tech cube because they're still uh, building it out, but um, wow. but in Summer Hall, which is on the same location, so it's quite it's yeah. The startup scene certainly has a, a place in, in in the Turing Festival. I noticed that Ricky Ovener on the agenda too. They've produ- produced some sponsorship, I think. Yeah, yeah. My, Michael's come through. He's he's chairing my CEO CEO session as Hillary. They're chairing some of the subgroups in that, and we're bringing through a lot of startups from Glasgow and other parts of Scotland. We do have a big session um, called um, Billion Dollar Babies, which is about the startup scene. Uh, and what we're trying to do there is we're going to have the big successful startups like FanDuel and uh, uh, Mobile Acuity and the ones who are growing are coming along and free agent. Unfortunately, people from Skyscanner can't make it. But And we're filling up the audience that with funders and you know the lawyers and the accountants and all the infrastructure people. And we're going to have a real state of the nation uh, event at Turing to talk about how we develop major technology companies and how we drive economic growth in Scotland through technology. So... Um, so that I mean that's the public face part. There's the, the CEO CEO event is all about supporting operational companies, and we're trying to do that. And there's a whole there's a customer development day and a, a UX development day, which UCL are organising as a lean camera design jam. So there's a lot of work with companies um, and technology hacks. Yeah. In fact, I've I've had one angel investor from London sign up on Touring Town. He wants to. In fact, he's staying with you, Gordon, yes, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, the events are are pulling in a few people from, from outside. Most of them probably have their own accommodation if they're re- regular uh, festival attendees, but uh, yeah. But see, last year we had, a, we had a lean event and two-thirds of the participants were from Scotland. Wow. We had wow. 70 people there. And that was organised at a very short notice. It's good going. It takes, takes time, uh, as you probably know, for any conference to build up a, a following. It's taken us a couple of years to get people from England coming up mm-hmm. to our events in Scotland, so... Well, and I so I mean, Gordon talked about it earlier. What the aim of this festival is, but I've been really impressed. So Jamie Coleman is really the the would you the say the, the full time organizer behind the Turing Festival. His idea is this festival should be Europe's answer to South by Southwest. 
And I think that's an awesome statement to be making in Scotland and a, a really great goal to be pushing for because I think that title's still up for grabs. You've got Dublin Web Summit and the web, but I think there isn't yet Europe you, South by Southwest. So you let's have make to it set Scotland. yourself a goal and yeah. say that's what I would like to be. That's where I'd like to be. And with any conference, we, we're, we're a numbers conference. We like to get sort of 300, 400 people. You know, if you can get the sort of branding behind mm-hmm. South by Southwest and say this is Europe's version of the same, that would be truly awesome. Well, and as I said, I wasn't here last year, but the lineup of speakers last year was phenomenal, and that was the inaugural Turing Festival, and with Steve Wozniak headlining this year, and the National Geographic Raspberry Pi, etc. In, in only the second year of the festival, I think Jamie's done an amazing job. With your help, Gordon, now, getting, Jamie's getting these done guys most in. Of it, I so. have to say, you know, the team, and uh, and it's not just Jamie, there's a, whole, there's a team of people working on this, and uh, uh, it is a bit unfair of me sit here. But I'm free to come and do podcasts because they're working <laughs> yeah, like mad. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is. Uh, it's looking, you know, we're looking to position ourselves really well. We've got great relationships with the BBC, and I mean, even even stuff like this year. There's, I think, there's a group of about twelve comedians who are doing nerd shows. There's a chemistry right. show and a math yeah, show, yeah. and and you know, so there's a whole range of stuff. I mean, they're not directly connected with us, but you, you begin to see. You know, spin-off effects. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if that means they connect or not. I'm just be tweeting them, trying to get them to read. They've been retweeting our stuff, so. Cool. Well, I'll have to start uh, start picking up on your tweets. I don't know if I follow you on Twitter, actually. We uh, may have to correct that. At Gordon Guthrie. Right. We'll, <laughs> we'll a know. Pongola, Tango, Hotel, Romeo, Indigo, Echo, for people <laughs> from Scotland. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have to check on that. The problem with Twitter, I find, is if you start following too many people, uh, I've got couple of lists now that I use to, to help keep track of people I need to, yeah. to actually oh, speak, speak to. And I know lists are the way forward and I just haven't managed it yet. The best thing that happened to me recently was I, I started the Touring Town Twitter feed from scratch and started following people I wanted to follow and suddenly that feed is so much better than yeah. my regular feed because it's so like diluted. But anyway. Well, yeah, the, the Touring Town feed should be pretty pretty focused on, mm. on people. And I've got a three or four accounts, including a few parody accounts, which I shouldn't really talk about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, my main feed's f- full of people, but my sort of developer day account and the Scottish developers account, that is pretty focused in terms of who's following it and who we follow back. So, But certainly Twitter is how we came together in terms of having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think... Through Lily, I'm it sure. It was through Lily. Yeah. Now, who did she retweet? And She, she retweeted re- Touring Town, but I think... Then someone else retweeted Lily, and that's how you picked it up. It was quite yeah. Genuine. Somebody retweeted Lily. That's I'm, I'm documenting this because I can never I can never remember how I found people on Twitter yeah. or how I found out about things. So, so uh, that's a public thanks to Lily Lyle. Yeah. The power of retweet is is pretty yeah. important. Okay, so we've we've already covered the fact you've got Steve Wozniak on the agenda. There's a, a few other big names. I'm looking at the likes of uh, National Geographic. They're they're pretty huge. That's like another good attraction. I mean, yeah, National Geographic have, have, have taken big strides in, in going to the digital age, and they've got a couple of things they're talking about. They're trying to sort of crowdsource the human genome and get people to contribute to understanding human genetics. Uh, and they've done this great crowdsourcing archaeology thing where they, they've taken um, a huge number of digital maps, and they're looking for the tomb of Genghis Khan, and they get individuals to pour over the maps, uh, the digital pictures, and look for... Uh, I mean, you often find that... that um, We've known for a long time since the 30s that, that near near dusk and near dawn shadows across landscapes reveal quite very low-level undulations in the ground, and you can detect patterns. A lot of archaeology in England was found um, by aerial photography, and they're just trying to do that on a massive scale. 
in the wastes of Mongolia. So it's a, uh, yeah, very interesting what they're up to. And, and that, that event is all about explorers and finding yeah. stuff like that. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and I think some deep sea people is a guy who specialised, I mean, you know, we've been further in the solar system than we have the depths. There's more, the moon is better mapped than the, than the, the underwater, so there's some of that as well. It's just how, dig, you know, digital technology is literally getting everywhere. Interactive Scotland are coming. They're talking about the connected world. Yeah, I mean, Interactive Scotland is, is kind of um, is on the sort of trade show end of the thing. So that Interactive Scotland uh, is working with the Hillingdon people. It's working with a lot of companies. It's bringing digital media in. And they're uh, running a full day conference. Yeah. It's one of the only full day events. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And so they've got they've got the whole structure there that, that's tied in with with straight economic development. Um, and that's 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 pretty. They did they did a full day full day last year, so that's kind of a strong economic development angle on it. Um, yeah, but I guess so. If you're if you're a business looking to meet other businesses, that's probably the top event for you. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting stuff. I see you've also got the BBC coming again. This is another huge, huge company that you've, you've attracted to Edinburgh. So I think that I think the link there is with UCL. One of the one of the cool things is UCL has, or the BBC has just released their full digital archive to University College London, and any student on that campus can access all the footage from from television and etc. And they can they can basically hack it however they want. And so BBC is coming up with UCL to run this hack event, and I think this is where some of the um, the lean startup stuff will also come in. They, they're doing a bit of a um, lean startup workshop at that same event, but it will be about hacking with BBC data and seeing what you can come up with just in an afternoon. And that's an amazing repository of digital yeah. BBCs. You know, the the great. The, it's, it's funny because the UK hasn't produced that many global internet plays, but the the ones it has done are non-traditional. So the BBC, which is a not a free market thing, is is one of the world's top five websites, and and the Guardian to a lesser extent, the newspaper. But having the BBC come and and we paid for this data, so you know, working with that is going to be great. I see there's quite a bit uh, on investment, Gordon. I think you were keen to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, we 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 want to the, the the there's been a lot of talk about economic development in Scotland, and a lot of it's been driven by state aid, you know, state agency, Scottish Enterprise, uh, informatics ventures, and what we're seeing now is the transformation of these initiatives, which are about trying to get things happening into organic. Uh, you know, the Turing Festival is much more driven by companies in the scene than than state bodies. Um, so we're trying to bring in an investment conference to teach people uh, how to prepare themselves for investment, what they need to do, how to talk to venture capitalists, and there's, there's a range of activities around that. There's pitch training. There's some VCs coming up from London uh, to talk about you know what you need to do to get investment, and we're also going to bring the people who are coming to Turing out to meet the companies through the social events and through all the other stuff. So we're, we're trying to cover all aspects of, uh, uh, of developing companies. Uh, and uh, the aim, uh, what we really want to do is get people to come here, come to the festival, meet people, move to Scotland, join their startup, <laughs> make a yeah. successful company, hire yeah. more people, get their mate back from Corona University or university and 
like Catania and Sicily or whatever. But we'll start and, by just bringing them here for a pint, right? That'd yeah. be that'd be enough. I'm mentioning all the U- European universities that teach Erlang because that's <laughs> what I'm but, uh, you see, and, that, and it's all kind of part of that that social thing. So yeah, it's quite interesting, quite strong. And these have not been organised. These have been spontaneously organised by people who didn't who uh, didn't organise anything last year. So we're quite pleased with that. Part of the fringe, the, yeah, the, the touring fringe. fringe yeah. yeah, I think the, the fact you mentioned social events and you've talked about it earlier in this podcast, it's it's fairly key. We, we've got folk that actually turn up at conferences now just for the social event after the conference. Mm. Yeah, uh, they don't see the the conference itself as being the major attraction. It's meeting people afterwards and getting to network and communicate uh, over a pint. Seems to be the, the way forward, and it looks like from the, the, the conversation we just had on Interactive Scotland and investment that you're trying to bring uh, all the right people in, into the right place. Topic that I'm quite keen on: raspberry pie. I've got, I've got <laughs> one on order. It hasn't arrived yet. All my friends have got them, and I'm going to be turning up and having a look at, uh, at what's on offer at, at the Turing Festival and, and raspberry pie. A pretty big attraction, I think, in terms of the, the success story from earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, sold yeah. out pretty much across the board. Yeah. So uh, that event is all about um, sort of future of education and technology and education. So they're coming up. Obviously, they they Raspberry Pi has a great platform to speak from on this topic. But there are also some local um, local companies, local startups that are going to be on the speaker panel. I, I'm sure Kate Ho from Interface mm-hmm. Three, um, which is an app development company in town, uh, is going to speak. They've just launched. In fact, they've just launched Tiger Face Games, which is a um, uh, an all-inclusive brand for all of the children's education games that they've been developing. So, um, so th- it's Raspberry Pi, but it's also uh, some of the local guys on the scene who are working in this area. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, Raspberry Pi because they want to teach more kids the program. They want to reduce and bring back that old stuff. And but as as Henry was saying, the education part is about other things. It's about driving technology into into teaching and, and Kate Kate's company are very good at that what they're trying to do there is find engaging ways to get particularly very young children to learn collaboratively and use technology to do that and, and she do. she teaches them to program as well sometimes does workshops so, and things so, so it's, yeah. it's, it's the whole you know making sure that technology really does work for the future and making sure that we in terms of computer science universities Edinburgh with Edinburgh universities has been in the top ten since the birth of discipline and yet we <laughs> the only centre of the major one that hasn't produced a world-class company yet so we're acutely conscious of that and we do want to you know that's a strategic goal of everybody in the community is to try and make you know and who knows where this company's going to come from and it might come from a 13 year old kid who comes to raspberry pi today so yeah yeah it could well be i mean most most of what we've we see today you know certainly in the uk can be traced back to the sort of days of the bbc micro uh, and as far back as that except of course for dundee where it was the the Timex machine. <laughs> well, yes, but, but certainly in the, in the UK generally, but not uh, not Scotland on its own. Then, well, I mean that's a great story. I mean, you know, and Dundee becomes a centre of gaming because the they were unable to stop people stealing machines out there. The sand was flooded with cheap computers because they were nicked out of the factory. Oh right! And so lots of kids in Dundee got computers before anybody else, um, and the games industry grew on the back of that. And now Dundee, which when I was a kid and uh, back in nineteen canteen. Dundee was pretty much like Glasgow, very damaged economically. And now Dundee is just like booming, mental. The tech scene in Dundee is, you know, that's par- that's partially why we have our, one of our events in Dundee. 
security and freedom. Hilary, you've touched on that already. That Yeah, well, this so this one snuck up on me because I've been so busy trying to find hosts and trying to get guests and match them up for touring town and stuff. But, but David Allen Green is coming as a speaker on this topic, security and freedom. So he's the guy who... Um, got in trouble for the Twitter bomb scandal, went all the way to the high court, and finally won his appeal. Can, <laughs> do, do I need to explain the story more? Or do you remember no, no. the story? Everyone knows it was yeah. as okay. You probably recognize by now. I'm so I'm an American. I'm going to let you in on a secret. And so First Amendment rights, free speech, and stuff. I I get a little bit crazy about it when I hear stories like this guy going to jail because he tweeted something on Twitter about a bomb. So for me, this is a I don't know, this is just going to be a really cool event. That would be a separate story in its own right. I think that, <laughs> yeah. uh, in light of what's just happened with the, with the Tom Daly stuff, that's a separate podcast. Yeah, definitely, in its own way. definitely. So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big draw as well, actually, having. Well, and this, this is always going to be an important topic for technology. And I think what's interesting about a festival format and a big event like this is it, it gets you out of the office to think about what the impact of your work is. On, on society and um, and topics like this, security and freedom are really important to actually take some time out and and maybe think about once a year. So. Yeah, we had a we had a fun time last year because Facebook came over and we got Richard Stallman from the new organisation, the Free Software Fund, who who's line who came with his stickers saying Facebook's the Apple is evil, um, the I bad, and uh, we put them next to each, you know put them sessions back to back. And I saw this great stuff. These venture capitalists come over to talk to Richard Storm and really, you know, and then they get out their phones to get a photograph. And he says, I hope you're not putting this on Facebook. Facebook's evil. I can't have a photograph of mine. And, uh, you know, we're really trying to make that sort of culture clash happen because actually a lot of the economic structure of our business, um, the, one of the reasons we have so many startups is because the cost of starting them is so low. And that's largely been driven by... Um, Free, as in beer, software, free operating systems, free, uh, you know, which which are underpinned by free, as in speech licensing. So, Richard Stallman has, despite being fairly resolutely non-commercial, um, has actually been one of the biggest economic drivers of our industry and how how it's become very pervasive. So, yeah, it's good to try and get people up, and you know, this is not all just about millionaires, yachts, and you know, companies. There are yeah, this so is about life. Exactly. Yeah. There is there is plenty of cash to be made in in the open source market, uh, especially oh, okay. if you can become a commit a person, somebody who commits to open source. That seems to be where the the large corporates are actually wanting these kind of guys to come in and help them. Okay, so it looks like it's a, a super event. The agenda, very very exciting. There are free events, and there are some events that are, have a cost attached to them, and we've touched on the fact that they're pretty much at. Edinburgh Festival fringe levels, so ten, fifteen pounds, and they coincide with fringe events. So you can go to a, a Turing Festival event and then follow it up with a, an Edinburgh fringe event. The costs have been—they're uh, effectively non, a non-profit organisation, so there's no profit being made by the, the Turing Town guys. Some sponsors have helped make it possible. Do you want to just chat about the sponsors for a few seconds? Yeah. So the so in my day job, I work for a European funded project called the Open Innovation Project and that project, um, another partner on that project is the City of Edinburgh Council and they are jointly funding the bulk of the touring festival Um, so that's I guess subsidizing ticket costs for attendees 
Um, and then completely on the side then is, is what I've been doing with Touring Town, just trying to help people come to this event because I, I believe that you should be able to attend no matter what your, um, what your budget level is. And because, as Gordon said, it's impossible to find accommodation in Edinburgh during August anyway. So even if you've got money to spend, you may not have anywhere to go. So, um, so that's part of the sponsorship. But Gordon... I mean, what we're trying to do with the, the event is make it self-funding. So the, the, the sponsorship has been effectively loaning money to get to get um, to get off the ground, get it off the ground, get yeah. work done before ticket sales. So you, it's, you basically you you do the work and then you get the tickets afterwards. So you need a degree of funding. And Scottish Enterprise done a lot. Edinburgh Council have allowed use of office space, some European money. Interactive Scotland are organising their own conference, which is kind of standalone. So there's a lot of people involved in various ways, and some of them are. Uh, simply use their mailing list to get people to come along, and you know, so it, you know, it wouldn't be possible without the support of a lot of great people. And uh, you know, the reason I want to do it, it there the are economic reasons for this. In order for my company, Vixo, we're going to need to hire as we grow, and I need to make sure that people I'm going to hire have got the access to the right people, they've had the right training, they have the right culture, we have all the things. So, you know, I have a an economic interest in the success of this. and I don't have any money to do it. So, um, you know, working really collaboratively, public sector, private sector, commercial companies, small companies, big companies, it's really working very well. Sounds like a success story in the making. Um, this being the second year, the, the success story gets even better. So, I think I'll take some contact details from you both, if I may, uh, before we wrap up. If you could share Twitter aliases, e- email aliases, websites, <laughs> these kind of things, that would be useful. Yeah, Go I'm, ahead. I'm, my email's gordon at vixo.com. Uh, if you're interested in organising your own event next year at Turing, um, get in touch. And Vixo, Gordon, V-I-X-O. V-I-X-O, yeah. yes. One of those four-digit Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, well, I'm Hilary Singer Robertson on Twitter. I'm at Hilary Singer, or you can tweet at Touring Town, and I'll see you there. Or I'm at Gordon Guthrie, and the you're not from Scotland, that's Golf Umbrella Tango Hotel Romeo Indigo Echo. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Thanks, guys. I wish you the best of luck with the event. Thanks very much. And I'll see you at some of the sessions. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Thanks. The music used in this podcast was provided by Kevin MacLeod. Visit his website at www.incompetech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H. This was a CraigMurphy.com production.